Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures, and to elders both past and present. Let's pass the chase. We know social media. And we're here to answer your questions about it. Think of us as your social media dolly doctor, your go-to gals, your secret weapon. Let's get to it. Hello, we are Social Cut and this is our podcast where we answer your social media questions. We help small businesses and the digitally curious tackle social media challenges. I'm Paula and with me today is my lovely boss, Ella Doyle and Peter Doyle from Guidelight Psychology. Hey, Peter, how are you going? Good morning. I'm very well, Paula. Good morning, Ella. How are you both? Yeah, very good. Thank you. I'm great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> You're welcome. Could you introduce yourself for our lovely listeners, please, Peter? Uh, yes. So, uh, by, by profession, I'm a counselling and coaching psychologist. And uh, 25 years ago, I, I founded a firm called Guidelight that has always focused on nurturing the human spirit. So we use the tools of positive psychology, tools of health and wellness, tools of nutrition, uh, the tools of self-knowledge and self-love, really, to give people tools, strategies and techniques to be the best they can be. So I'm very happy just to talk about a few threads and ideas that might help people in the current changes, challenges, growth opportunities that are swirling around all of us at this point in time. That's so cool and particularly pertinent right now, I think. Absolutely, Paula. There's a lot happening and uh, as probably you and Ella know very well, we tend to get caught into the busyness of our heads and uh, there's some important strategies that might help people calm the mind, calm the body shrink the busyness of their minds. So yeah, when, when you guys would like to, I'm happy to talk about some perspectives and see what other people think as well. It'd be really good. Yeah, cool. All right, well, let's get into it. Starting with, hey, Ella, what's the weirdest slash best thing you've seen on the internet this week? Well, I'm pretty sure this week I actually finished TikTok. Um, <laughs> I, I've uh, been doing a lot of scrolling on my phone and I've watched quite a few of them. So uh, if there was any TikTok trending viral uh, dance moves, I've probably learnt them. So I wouldn't say that weirdest or best. It's all collectively merged into one. Uh, but it's been, it's been a pretty weird week. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Paula? <laughs> I submitted it for Meme Monday. Have you seen the meme of... Uh, Peter, I don't know if you've seen this, but with, they've done a face mash of Donald J. Trump and Joe Exotic from Tiger King. <laughs> wow. Actually, hey, Peter, didn't you do a great song about Carol Baskin recently? <laughs> yes, that, that, that was for an exclusive private audience as I practiced stress management playing my guitar. How good's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the weirdest thing you've seen on the internet this week, Peter? Well, I'll, I'll take a different uh, tack and tell you about the best thing I've seen on yeah, the okay. internet this week. And, and the best thing was... a. Uh, um, com- comments by some wise people about uh, the title of the of the message was we are not all in the same boat and obviously they're, they're talking about all the changes financially and health wise and personally for people around the world and the point they're making is 
yes, we are all in the same storm. There's a huge ripple effect and, and so many unknowns and so many things changing for people. So the storm created by virus and, and uh, hibernation and closing of things is real for everyone. Everyone who's got an open mind and not in denial, it's real. But the concept of we are all in the same boat is a very much a piece of miscommunication because for some people, challenges, the changes are actually a blessing. And, and that would be very legitimate for some people to see it as, as a growth and recalibration and, and personal reflection time that, that they're actually enjoying. For other people, it's severe crisis, despair, and uh, feels like everything that they trusted and knew and believed in has just disappeared and fallen off a cliff. So, so mm. with enormous empathy, compassion, and respect for people in different sets of circumstances, the thing I saw that just caught my attention about we're not all in the same boat. They just quoted a simple example in terms of government support for people in Australia. And they, they mentioned that currently one location in your neighbourhood might be four unemployed adult people. And if those four mm. people had been unemployed, if they'd been un unemployed prior to the COVID virus hitting and were already on social security, each of those people would have received a, a $750 bonus payment at this point in time. So four times 750 would have come into their account uh, within the last couple of weeks. And that's a very good thing and people need that support when they're in crisis. Mm. Right next door, a, a different house, people you may or may not know living right beside you at any point in time, there could also be four different unemployed Australians in the house next door. They've equally lost their jobs and they're equally in distress and, and need some support, but they weren't previously known to Centrelink. They were just working in retail or uh, some industry that's now been forced to shut and they've lost their jobs. So that's what I mean when I was impressed by that comment, they're not all in the same boat. There's, there's mm. different safety nets, there's different impacts, there's different circumstances. Um, at Easter time, some people were desperately concerned and legitimately overwhelmed by how would they put food on the table, yet other people were in an entirely different boat. They were concerned about how would they get the finest Belgian chocolates instead of just ordinary Easter eggs at this point in their life. It's not a criticism, it's not a judgment, it's just a statement of we are not all in the same boat and, and we need enormous empathy, respect and flexibility to deal with what's real for you as distinct to what's real for somebody who's living next door in perhaps an entirely different psychological and uh, emotional state at this point in time. So, so it's, uh, sorry, yeah, go on. Oh, I was just saying that's so true. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and that's part of what I, what I wanted to share about mental health, a, a, in your workplace, whether that be home or, or some people are still going into physical work locations and obviously mental health from a social media perspective because it does depend on mindset. And, and one of the most important threads of what I want to bounce around, just a couple of tips and strategies, is if you change your thinking, it will change your world. And, and again, there are certain big external factors not in your and my control. And, and it's very important to, to recognise and acknowledge those things that are not in our control. We don't want to keep spinning that uncertainty and that doubt and that worry in our head because we can't change those things. We just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah. However, there are many, many powerful things directly in our control. And that's what we're going to focus on. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What do I want to do? Thoughts, feelings, actions. So from a psychological point of view, many of the people listening to the podcast will know this already. We talk at about 150 words a minute, the average pattern of speech, but we think and process information at 1,000 words a minute. It's entirely normal. We process and think 10 times quicker than what we verbally say out loud. And that subconscious self-talk, that, that automatic, what if this, maybe this, if only this, could have this, should have this, it's kind of what I wanted to share with people at the moment. I identified six useful techniques that come out of our shrinking your worries list. And 
there's a there's an enormous range of things people access through websites and and different resources if they want to. There's a guide like website with three tools on, on the homepage for people to select and read more about what I'm sharing at the moment. Yeah, so we'll just give you the question that we've been sent through and then yeah, we'd love to hear some of those tips and tricks so that we can address the lovely listener's question. So what we have here today is someone's written in and said, this whole pandemic thing is really affecting my productivity. I find myself endlessly scrolling on my phone and everyone on socials is somehow living their best life. Even the friends I have who have unfortunately lost their jobs seem to be feeling okay and not like everything is a huge effort. How can I take better care of myself, but also use this time to build my brand on social media, seeing as I sort of have the time now? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I, I think Peter will have a lot of insights here, but I also think that um, from a social media point of view, that is something that I've certainly noticed. I've noticed a lot of our clients, Paula, have been asking me about you know, oh, I know that I need to be posting all this stuff on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm just not feeling like I can. And I'm not productive enough because I know this is the time I should be working on the admin of my business. I'm not feeling like I'm good enough or I'm doing that. So I'd be really interested to hear your thoughts, Peter, on how people can tackle that, especially with the constant 24-7 messaging on social media saying how great their lives are. Yes, Ella. So let's drill down into those key points. The whole pandemic is affecting my productivity. Friends I have have lost their jobs, but they seem to be feeling okay. How do I take better care of myself? That's exactly what I meant by this thousand words a minute, yeah? So one of the things that's really important is think for yourself and understand that a lot of people out there are doing what we call psychologically pretending normal. It's a facade, it's a mask. No one is 10 foot tall and bulletproof. No one is immune from periods of fear, doubt and worry. It's, it's whether we let that thousand words a minute of negative cycling consume us and overwhelm us or whether we reset and focus on what's in our control and change that pattern of thinking. So... so the first example, the first shrinking worries technique is called question it. So, so on social media, we, we still have a lot of people that would like to project blame, judgment, criticism, negativity, fear, doubt, vulnerability. And they project it in a way as if it's somebody else's problem and somebody else has to fix it. And, and equally, we'll, we'll have people like that maybe we're living with in, in our home environment who through fear or uh, personality reasons or, or just high levels of stress project their current level of, of blame, negativity and criticism, they project it verbally, externally, out loud, as if there's something wrong with you and you have to fix their problem. So one of the most important psychological shifts without ever having to say anything to the other people out loud, without ever having to respond aggressively on social media to, to, to negative comments, is simply to psychologically make a shift and internally tell yourself no. No, I do not need those people's approval to know I'm a worthwhile person. No, I do not have to feel bad about myself because they're rude, negative, critical, demanding or disrespectful. As disappointing as their behaviour and their comments might be, psychologically that's their issue, that's their problem. It's not my emotional issue to carry around. And, and so we question these things psychologically and we take them off our shoulders as, as an emotional weight or an emotional piece of baggage. And the internal shift is positive self-talk for me. I know I'm valuable. I know I'm worthwhile. I know I'm lovable. I know I'm doing the best I can. Valuable, lovable, worthwhile, doing the best I can. That psychological self-talk, that internal motivational belief is very, very important. You don't have to project that out to anyone else. You simply use that as, as, as a coping strategy for yourself. And if people aren't familiar with how to question it and shift internal self-talk in that way, a second technique is very common called journaling. Journaling just means write it out. When too much negativity has been bubbling around in my day, when the, 
I'm trying to get to sleep at night and there's so many negative thoughts and what if this and worried about this and if only this and why me and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it really helps to just have an exercise book beside the bed and, and you're just going to be writing, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What do I want to do here? Thoughts, feelings, actions. It's not a diary that you have to enter into every night. It's just over a period of a, a couple of weeks, you might have five or six different times when you make an entry. Not deep intellectual analysis, not meaning of my life, piece of work, just simply a few off the top of my head downloads. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What do I want to do? And when you reread that, a handful of uh, reflections, you'll start to see what's the underlying pattern in my thousand words a minute. And, you, and then yeah. you get an insight into how to change that. Uh, cool. I heard they're all cool. And, and, and none of these are right or wrong. It's just a smorgasbord of powerful psychological positive motivational tools that work. There's neuro, neuro-linguistic programming reasons why it works, NLP. There's uh, neurochemical reasons, psychoneuroimmunology. There's, there's a wealth of research and cognitive behavioural stuff that underpins the scientific power of this. But I would just like to encourage people to use it in an everyday, common sense, human experience. And, and the third technique is fundamentally obvious and everybody's um, picking up great stuff off the internet to look at um, personal training routines, uh, yoga and stretching routines, Pilates routines, anything that's physically working off that neurochemical arousal. So that thousand words a minute when it's fear-based, negative, and, and other people are projecting their negativity around you, it just creates too much neurochemical arousal, too much adrenaline, too much norepinephrine, too much cortisol. They're all brain chemicals that just fire us up too much. So mm. any physical activity, not, not, not that I have to be a world-class athlete, not that I have to have some high-polluting training regime. No, no, no. I'm just physically stretching, breathing, moving my body, going for a walk, barefoot in, in the parklands if that's available to you, barefoot on a beach if you're fortunate enough to be close to, to a nice outdoor location. Just anything that's physically shifting your energy is important. And, and a fourth way to deal with high levels of neurochemistry, and remember, it's not permanent. These, these are just current heightened states of arousal and the fullness of time will settle, particularly as you do more and more of these techniques. Uh, laugh it off. Even right now, we're, we're on a podcast, and if I just mechanically laugh and go, ha, 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 that automatically triggers positive endorphins, positive serotonin, neurochemical release that's the opposite of stress and anxiety. So it might be at home, people are getting out some comedy DVDs. They're, they're looking for the humour in the situation. And, and remember, I, I, I referenced there's many things at the moment that we can't change, not in our control. Sometimes we laugh at the absurdity of it. We see a, a particularly negative thing on Facebook, for example, and we just go, <laughs> what a ridiculous perspective. How, how bizarre that that's even there in the first place. Instead of, oh, my God, how dare they say that? That's not right. I, I feel really distressed and offended by that. their stuff. It's their issue. We laugh at the absurdity of things rather than get hooked into the emotional pressure. The... Uh, the last two I just wanted to share for, for people's consideration is the psychological concept of distancing it. Whatever the current stress and pressures and worries, and remember I said respectfully, we're not all in the same boat. There, there are some people using high-level skills and they might currently already be well-resourced to, to be seeing this as a growth, learning and development opportunity. There are other people, equally legitimate, worthwhile, important people to be, to be acknowledged and respected who are in deep fear and, and deep... Um, financial distress and, and uh, a deep sense of collapse and chaos. So, so there's an enormous empathy and compassion for whatever's going on for people at this point in time. But there is a deep psychological truth that in the fullness of time, this too will pass. And, and the negative yeah. emotions and the fear and the vulnerability, 
They are not a permanent status for the rest of our lives. They're simply a current set of high profile triggers that, that we can choose to adapt to over time. And all the positive things in a person's life, their past memories, the things that made them happy, the things that made them realize that they're lovable and valuable and worthwhile and already enough, none of those have ceased to exist. They're still real and can, and can be accessed through, through mental rehearsal. It just means mm. for some people it's, it's harder to tap into that at the moment. And it also means into the future, all the positive things and, and uh, hopes and dreams and possibilities can be reignited. They haven't ceased yeah. to exist because, because they've gone into a period of hibernation. And so it's important to know that. In the fullness of time, this too will pass. We imagine a few years from now how, how, how intense the, the fear and, and distress for some people is at the moment. This too will pass. And then yeah. if that's a little difficult to project into your future and, and, and learn to let it go because it's not in your control, a more concrete version of that would be the red stop sign. So, so the final technique, I highly encourage people just tips and strategies to shrink your worries that, that might be getting triggered at the moment. Hold it, say stop, pause and steady your thoughts. And that just looks like a, a, um, an energetic technique as much as a psychological technique. So, so, so you would just literally close your eyes, breathe deeply in through your nose, softly down into your tummy, slowly back out through your mouth. And then in, in that moment, you would visualize a red stop sign. And what you would be saying to yourself is that cycle of negative thoughts, that thousand words a minute that's becoming more and more negative, more and more circular, it's just spinning around in my head and it's not changing anything. I'm not fixing anything. It's just making me more stressed and unhappy. I want to break the cycle right now. I want to tell myself, stop. Worrying about blah, blah, blah won't fix it. It just makes me stressed and unhappy. So I'm going to focus mm. on what I can control and I'm going to remind myself of the truth. I know I'm a worthwhile person. I know I'm doing the best I can. I'm going to let go of whatever it is that I can't change at the moment and just break the link. And, and that final technique, some people just change it. And anything that's visually real for you. Some people prefer to visualize a mirror shattering, a glass breaking. And they might well use that visual image 20, 30, 40 times a day. As long as they take the breath at the same time, deeply in through the nose, softly down into the tummy, slowly back out through the mouth and visualize that red stop sign, for example, and then reframe it to worrying about blah, 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 won't fix it. It just makes me unhappy. I'm going to focus on something I can control and feel good about. And they'll find incrementally, step by step, they calm the mind, they calm the body, they rebalance the neurochemistry. And my final comment on all of that would be some, some people who use the technique a lot, our current client group, might say to me, Peter, I had to do that 50 times a day for the first week. And I'll go, that's terrific because your mind is learning how often it gets bombarded by negative thoughts. And once you track it and capture it and shift it, it will bubble away less and less in the future. So a week later, they only use the red stop sign 20 times a day. By the end of three or four weeks of practice, they've trained the mind, don't go there. If it's not in my control, if I can't change it, if it's someone else's negativity projected onto me, I don't have to give it any psychological energy. They might still behave badly. Social media might still be full of negativity, fear and, and doubt. You and I just don't choose to focus on it and we train the mind and just re recalibrate and it's very powerful. So, so I hope that stuff is helpful. What, what do you two think about that, Paula, Ella? Any comments or, or points of view you want to bounce around with me? Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. So those are all super helpful, particularly in terms of distancing ourselves from when we personally are looking through our feed and we're feeling a bit bad, either because there's a lot of negative messaging on there or we're consuming too much content that's bringing us down. In terms of putting those into like a social media practice, it would be about muting people that are upsetting you or unfollowing them. Yeah. Because you yeah. Know, if that's unnecessary, then why open yourself up to it? 
I think that's a good point to make, Paula. So I know a lot of people, especially on Instagram, like Instagram is more about like looking at other people's photos and seeing what's going on in their lives, right? It's a bit of a highlight reel. And I know a lot of people are spending a lot of time there. And one of the biggest things is you don't want to unfollow your friend because you don't want them to feel like they're not supported or that you don't like them. You can definitely mute them. So you can mute either their stories or their posts or both where they just don't appear in your feed. So Mm. after this is all over and life goes back to normal, you can take them back off mute and they'll never get a notification. They won't know about that. So it's really just to protect yourself from negative thoughts. Another tip from, I guess, our point of view as well is if you are looking to bring a bit more positivity back into your life, have a look for some Instagram or Facebook accounts that actually share and focus on that. So like Good News Movement, for example, is a really good one to see the light and what's positive happening right now. So when you're getting that news cycle 24-7 on the news on your TV or on your Facebook or even on just the websites, and you're feeling that negative messaging because you're obviously trying to keep it current and keep it up to date with what's going on, maybe also turn on a different version of the news, which is a little bit more positive about, you know, the good things are happening and people getting better and the acts of human kindness that are happening right now as well because that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That really encourages us. Mm. It's a really good point from both of you. And I really respect your expertise and you'll probably talk more about this once I sign off from my time on the podcast with you today. Uh, your expertise in helping people build their brand on social media and uh, ha- have positive messaging is, is a really valuable uh, next thing you might talk about. Because I, I noted in that question from the public, when I've got the time available, uh, well, I sort of have time, uh, how do I build my brand on social media? But the one thing I might finish on in terms of that, respecting it's your expertise rather than mine. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just be mindful of what I would call self-serving brand messaging which is psychologically unhelpful and distracting both for yourself and for others. And, and, and so that, that self-serving brand messaging is just where someone's doing a look at me, I'll, I'll pretend everything's normal but when we all know it's not, and then I'll make some sort of um, grandiose promise of assistance that what I'm really doing is fishing for my next funnel of revenue. And people can tell the difference. Yeah. So, so, so whatever the brand messaging person wants to put out at the moment and I really support it because that's exactly how social cut makes a huge positive contribution one of the ways you make a huge positive contribution to people's well-being and um, personal professional growth the, the psychological difference is when you put out your brand message be authentic about it in these current times of upheaval uh, honestly seek to be of service and, and that can even be uh, gifting things away with a sense of loving kindness at the moment that deep empathy and compassion and, and it mightn't immediately put a dollar, a dollar value back into your bottom line, but people will notice the difference. They can tell whether you're authentically seeking to be of service and, and offering to give something from a, a, a place of loving kindness. How, how can I, that, those words I used at the start of uh, our podcast today, how can I nurture the human spirit in whatever my social media business work is? How, how can I listen to other people's situation with, with love as distinct from putting a, a brand message out there that's uh, talking at them or lecturing to them or marketing to them in, in a funneling, manipulative way where I'm not being authentic. I'm really saying, if, if my, so using guideline, if we would put out a social media message of, you know, we want everyone to book in a one-hour consult and hang with us, with, with us in a Zoom session because uh, we've got some really good, good tools, tips and strategies and uh, fee-for-service um, sessions are always available. There's a truth in that statement, but it's fishing for a dollar, yeah? But if I just said to people, uh, go and access our things online for free. And if as you use them, you find you want to talk to us confidentially one-on-one, you would be very welcome. And and then people might choose to find a way to pay a fee or whatever. The point of the the subtle difference would be my brand messaging isn't about how do I get the next dollar into my account. It's 
how do I be of service and, and in the fullness of time the dollars will come. So, so I know it sounds a little vague, but so, social media messages that are authentic seek to be of service and where we're listening listening to what someone else might need and asking asking them to get in touch with us from a place of loving kindness as distinct from trying to make a sale or talk talk at them and lecture them like we're some expert. And, and I really, really want to highlight that. I've, I've had a privileged career in psychology and, and uh, personal executive coaching. In, in no way is anything I've, I've shared on the podcast, Peter, the expert, trying to lecture yeah. you, you listeners as to what to do. I'm really just sharing for your consideration, if any of these tools are useful, please take them and shape them how you would like to. And, and yeah. equally, as the expert in your own life, any of these things that are not useful, just discard them with, with loving kindness. There's no need to feel um, that, that you can't trust your own inner, inner, inner knowing, your deep wisdom, your intuition. That the enormous capacity for the human spirit to adapt and grow is, is what will inspire anyone in their, their business or social media marketing world at the moment to just link with you guys and shape the message around crisp, clear, truthful communication rather than pretend normal stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm privileged to hang with you, you today, Ella and Paula. Thank you for inviting me. Is there any other final threads, stuff I could explain a bit better or, or things you wanted to share with me that maybe I haven't made good sense of it yet? Uh, no, that should be... I think that's... You've pretty much covered it. Yeah, no, you've done a great okay. job. Thank you so much for coming on, Peter. It's <laughs> yeah. been a real pleasure <laughs> to talk to you. Thanks well, for that. Just keep well, well and happy. And, and, you know, in terms of the work Social Cut do, I'm a great admirer of, of the quality and depth of, of your knowledge and wisdom. You guys Thank make you. a big positive difference. Keep cool and stay well, okay? Oh, thank All you right. so much, Peter. You too. Have a great day. <laughs> See you. Bye. 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 Uh, so, Paula, I guess um, we'll be wrapping up this episode mm. pretty shortly, but there's just a couple of things before we do, and, and we might be nearly out of time, but I just wanted to wrap up just pulling some of those notes out of um, what Peter said about you know, how do brands ensure they're giving positive messaging. And it, even if you're not necessarily a brand, like a, the person who writes your articles, if you're working with another agency, just really have a look and reflect on the type of messaging you're giving out as a business. And, and I think one of the big things is as, an, as a business looking at another business, just because someone's in there, you know, um, doing their admin or doing the, what they're upskilling their team and things like that, don't feel like you have to or don't have to. Like, this isn't a time that we've all been in before. Like, yeah, it's a bit of downtime. Um, we're a bit quieter than usual, most businesses. And, you know, it looks like it's a perfect time to do things. If you have the motivation and, and the feeling to do that, do it. But I also know as a small business owner, you don't get holidays very often. So if you're using this time to actually recharge or just to, even if you're not even using it as like a positive mental thing, give yourself the space to do it. And, and as a band, don't feel like if you don't even want to put any posts out, you kind of don't have to, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, no, I, I totally agree. And I think that it's a really important point that you hit upon about, you know, do you feel the motivation or don't you, and you're not a bad person or a lazy person or like doing your business a disservice if you don't feel a hundred percent motivated to do all the things right now. Like we're in a pandemic. It, it's yeah. okay if you feel a bit blah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, and another thing as well, every day is different. So like, mm. I know, I know for our team, like we're all still working from home. We're very blessed and fortunate to do that. But like, I know as a team, like there'll be a day that we all kick goals and kick everyone's ass and like get so much done. And the next day we'll like log on to our Zoom calls. Like, so what are you up to today? I'm all like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's totally normal too. Like, I think, you know, it's not really about, oh, I felt motivated at the beginning of the week and now I feel unmotivated at the end of the week. There must be something wrong with me. It's, 
is you know you're, you're stuck inside like you it's not normal <laughs> mm, so you know if you are able to share messaging that's positive or share some cool stuff that's happened in your day or just even share like how you're feeling I, I know that followers will appreciate that but if, if you if you want to take some time or take a step back and give yourself some space that's totally fine too yeah and I think a way that you can kind of weave the not so great glamorous Instagram days with the, you know, reality and authentic messaging that Peter was talking about and that kind of authentic sharing is um, finding a way to take the bluff days and try and make yourself laugh at them. Like, I think it was step yeah. three or four. And yeah. like, make well, I reckon that's why Tiger King did so well right now because it's just yeah. so ridiculous. It's hilarious. Like, yes, obviously animal cruelty is not funny and we're definitely no, not absolutely. supporting that. But just the absurdity of this show, like, it's so dumb, but it's hilarious mm. because how ridiculous is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, if if we can find a way to, as brands and businesses, say, oh, isn't it, of, of course, of course, the one day that I decide that I'm feeling a bit blessed, I'm going to treat myself and I'm going to make a fancy coffee is the day that my coffee machine explodes all over me and now I have to spend half an hour cleaning my floor like basically yeah exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> and like and that's funny and it's authentic and that's going to bring your community closer to you and that's not you like lying and pretending everything's fine that's you not only as a person but as a brand finding a way to take not so great days and flip it so that you can still create something that people want to engage with and feel good about engaging with yeah definitely thank you so much for spending time with me ella and thank you for introducing me to the lovely peter so that we could chat to guidelight it's been a yeah, really absolutely. really educative experience yeah yeah he has some really great tips and it's quite interesting because he obviously uh focused quite deeply on the individual so mm. I, I know a lot of people uh or some of the people listening to this podcast aren't actually business owners so i hope there were some really good tips in there for anyone really either working or not working right now just to focus on you and, and keep well because yeah it's a, it's a crazy time and I know that everyone's feeling the pinch and feeling the stress and horribleness of the situation mm. so just yeah. be chill like just just be chill on yourself <laughs> <laughs> exactly already well, right thank you so much for your time um if you have a social media problem we'd love to help send us your questions through the portal on our website and instagram thanks to zane at that's not canon productions for producing the podcast and to you for listening don't forget to rate and review the podcast it helps other people find us okay bye <laughs> bye